from the Apostle, reading from the letter of the Apostle to the Galatians. Brethren, put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, a heart of mercy, kindness, humility, meekness, patience. Bear with one another and forgive one another. If anyone has a grievance against any other, even as the Lord has forgiven you, so also do you forgive. But above all these things have charity, which is the bond of perfection. And may the peace of Christ reign in your hearts. Unto that peace indeed you were called in one body. Show yourselves thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you abundantly. In all wisdom, teach and admonish one another by psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing in your hearts to God by his grace. Whatever you do in word or in work, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus spoke this parable to the crowds. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men were asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. And when the blade sprang up and brought forth fruit, then the weeds appeared as well. And the servants of the householder came and said to him, Sir, didst thou not sow good seed in thy field? How then does it have weeds? He said to them, An enemy has done this. And the servant said to him, Wilt thou have us go and gather them up? No, he said, lest in gathering the weeds you root up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and at harvest time I will say to the reapers, Gather up the weeds first, and bind them in bundles to burn, but gather the wheat into my barn. Praise to you, O Christ. Be seated. We celebrate this fifth Sunday after Epiphany. The tabernacle candle in the church burns this week in loving memory of Marjorie Ann Laville. The monthly pro-life mass is this Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. The rosary will be offered beforehand at 5 p.m. The Feast of Our Lady of Lords is this Friday. Mass will be offered the regular 6 a.m. mass, and we'll have a Latin mass at 5.30 p.m. Confessions taking place beforehand then as well. Two things uh, took place notably in the parish this week. One of them is that uh, our new parish website was rolled out. Uh, and so uh, I want to encourage everyone to go look at the website and give us some feedback. Hopefully it's uh, user-friendly and where it's not, let us know and we can work to do so. Uh, but even more exciting than that is this week we were the proud recipients of a large blue porta potty. It's out in the parking lot. And while that's not normally an exciting thing for one to receive, uh, it is exciting on the fact of the reason we are receiving it. Namely, tomorrow morning at 7.30, construction will begin on our cafeteria roof and the AC systems there. And so uh, we're very grateful uh, for, for that project being able to begin this week. And uh, we pray that it will continue with good weather uh, and that with your prayers for good success and, good success and, and smooth, uh, smooth time of construction. And the, uh, the construction project, that portion of it, uh, should be completed by the first week of June. Uh, and so we ask that you continue to keep that in your prayers and we'll give updates as we go along as well. 
Last weekend, I gave a, a very kind of cryptic invitation uh, to be mindful of, of a communication initiative that we'll be starting here in the parish. And I'll be a little less cryptic and encourage you to pick up the bulletin that has the information on what exactly that is and how you are asked to participate. And so anyone who is a regular here at St. Agnes, or if you'd like to be associated with the parish, um, we'd invite you to be able to, to get the bulletin this weekend. Uh, we have extra copies, so make sure to pick one up on your way out. I'll be taking names of those who do not have one in their hand after Mass. Uh, and so I invite you to pick that up, to give it a good read, and, and we'll have all the information uh, next Sunday in the bulletin on exactly what to do, uh, the, the practical things. So we're giving you the why and what for this weekend. I'm going to ask you to, to give that a read uh, at your leisure this week. This Holy Mass is being offered for Steve Pakoda. In the gospel, we hear of our blessed Lord telling this parable of the man who sows seed in his field. He sows good seed, presumably stuff that's just the, the top grade, none of this extra, extra weeds and all in it. He saves the best. He sows the best. Indeed, if the parable is properly to be understood, the Lord always gives the best. And so it's the Lord who comes to sow these things in the field, we can understand to sow the good fruits, to be able to bring forth uh, the, the richness of the abundant harvest, the ones who can be gathered into the glory of the kingdom. But together with the seed that is sown, an enemy comes at night, it seems, to be able to come and to, to sow weeds in the midst of it. The weeds are there to be able to, to do a couple of things. As, as one, as they can, at, at an early stage, the weeds can be mistaken for the wheat, it seems, and so if one were to, to try to pick up the weeds, one could mis, mis, uh, mistakenly pull up some of the wheat as well. And often the fact is that in the end, uh, the weeds are simply the ones that grow the most, as anyone who does any kind of lawn care knows. The lawn, that stuff you want to grow, usually struggles. But the things you're trying to get rid of, they increase and they grow taller and quicker and they spread all over the place with a rather miraculous uh, uh, sort of uh, exponential growth. This is what we see, is in doing so, the growth of the weeds seeks to choke out the wheat, to choke out the good, uh, the good things that are sown in the field, the good seed. If the weeds grow quicker and grow more abundant, the wheat simply can't grow. This is the thought that is present here. And we see, whether it's in these things, that the field is the church, that the weeds are those who are not fully of Christ. They may claim to be Christian, they may be baptized, they may be receiving the sacraments regularly, but there are some who, even within the body of Christ, the church, are ones who do not bear fruit. They prove themselves weeds, things that have nothing necessarily beautiful about them, nothing nourishing to the larger community, nothing that is beneficial to our blessed Lord, nothing worth gathering into his barn. When one plucks a weed, it simply withers and then goes away. There's nothing more to it. It's unlike the wheat that when it is, when it is plucked up, it is then able to be used to have some nourishment, the fruits of the grain given to be able to be nourishment in the form of bread. 
Again, in the church, we have both of these side by side, the weeds and the wheat. And if we're honest with ourselves, that's kind of discouraging. To be able to look at the body of Christ, the church, and to see the weeds all throughout the field can make it seem a great discouragement of, of what's even the hope for the, for the fruitfulness of this, uh, of this harvest. What can be found here that's worth keeping? It seems all a bunch of things that are not doing much for the edification of the kingdom. We can look at the church in the world today and see that there are many places, and we can certainly look at all the, all the numbers and things. We can look at, at uh, the, the synod in Germany, uh, the, the, the so-called synodal way that they're taking part in, that this week approved overwhelmingly, I think something like a five to one or six to one uh, ratio uh, in favor of women's ordination. When in fact, 30 years ago, the issue was clarified. And when they didn't think it was clarified, the CDF came out and said, no, no, it was quite clear. And yet, there are factions within the church who would seek to ignore these things. They are weeds that produce no fruit. So also there are various factions who would rather celebrate the love in whatever kind of relationship one particularly desires, rather than a love in the form of the marriage covenant of a husband and a wife. These two, again, setting aside these things that do not bear fruit. There's nothing that is sustained in them. It can, again, be a discouragement in this. And to this, to this, we can certainly account a number of people who may not be of those personal beliefs, who may not be desiring to change those fundamental beliefs of the church, but who still, nonetheless, don't feel it important to be able to attend Sunday Mass, don't believe in the real presence. Even the clergy of the church oftentimes seeming to rebuke things that are good and holy foundations of our faith, the traditional mass being one of them, of course, we see, but also those many who would, who would seek to, to denigrate the sacrament of confession, who downplay the importance of the rosary, who, th- who would think that things such as, uh, as demons and angels do not exist, and we need not be worried about the spiritual powers. The St. Michael the Archangel prayer is, is, is filler, it's nothing, it's not necessary. So many places in the church where one can look to these things and be discouraged by the weeds that may be present and wonder what exactly is happening here. How is it that our Lord waits? Many lips have wondered these things. Many minds have have pondered this question. Many have have presumably even found the words of the Psalms uh, that that can easily spring to life within the face of these things. How long, O Lord, will you forget us forever? How long? How long must this last? How long must the weeds seem to reign? And yet, we know that in the end, there is a testing. In the end, each one will be proved. It's not simply a a, a large card that will go and, and gather all things to itself and bring it into the barn, and what will be will be. But rather, in the end, the weeds will be plucked up and cast into the fire. In a similar manner, those things which prove themselves to be wheat will be gathered into the barn that is heavenly joy. And while we can easily kind of present ourselves as being in in the camp of the weeds because we believe in the Eucharist, we believe in the sacrament of confession, we believe in the rosary, we uphold the truths of the church, the simple reality is that it's not simply these things that are the testing points. 
There's not simply a belief in the doctrine of the church that can present whether we are weeds or weeds. There's also that which St. Paul speaks of in our first reading. There's a willingness in the midst of all of these things, in the midst of seeking to struggle with well, how is the church permitted to exist in its current form? How is it that so many things gone off the rails are permitted to remain off the rails? It is for us in the midst of these things to be able to trust in our Lord, to be able to indeed be people of mercy and kindness, of humility and meekness, of patience, of forgiveness. Our Lord is teaching us something in all of these things. It is not to be rash, not to be quick to judge, not to be quick to be able to set aside some as simply having been lost. Because this is, is part of the beauty of our Lord's blessed plan. Is, as we know, all analogies fall short. And here the analogy is that one is either wheat or wheat, period. There's no question, there's no changing. But the gift of our faith is we know that one can be weed in so many ways in their beliefs, in their convictions, in the living of their faith, in the living of, of vice or virtue. One can be weeds and yet be converted, transformed into the wheat of Christ. And this is part of the beauty of the patience of our Lord. Because he's patient with, with all of us. Because all of us, in the end, ultimately are really the larger field. All of us have those places of weeds within our own soul. We're all sort of images of the larger church. And thanks be to God that he has not struck us down yet or plucked us up, but he is continuing to work patiently with us. He's continuing to encourage us along the way to be able to set our hearts on those things which we know are tested and true, the things of our faith. It's for us to present, continue to pursue those things, to allow the faith to be increased in our heart, to seek to be patient with our blessed Lord, not simply to, to allow vice to remain in us, but to seek to root it out, to work, that we might be converted, that the weeds of our soul might become wheat on account of Christ, that the weeds of the church might become wheat on account of the same. And so as we offer this Holy Mass, it's for us to continue to pray for the conversion of hearts, for the conversion of minds. Many within the church would seek something other than that which Christ has given to us. May God grant each and all of us the grace to seek only his will in all things and look forward to the day being gathered into the kingdom and to the barn that awaits.